Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. Also featuring book nerd, Jessica Butcher. And special guest, Alyssa Mann, the queen of romance. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time, they are three book girls. I want to play so bad that I'm like, Travis, let me go buy this thousand dollar laptop that has a video card so I can play Sims. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, please. He's like, just play it on my computer. And I'm like, you're always on your computer. You know, there's there's a theory <laughs> out there that the Sims are actually an alternate reality. I'm convinced I'm a Sim. Just you kidding. might be. That's you know? fine. If you find yourself being depressed and not able to move forward and lethargic, because you might be a sim. Honestly, I only play the sims because I like to build the houses. <laughs> like, literally, I will sit there and spend more time building a house than actually playing the characters. Do you remember a long time ago? That's what I did with ago, Minecraft. <laughs> they had Sim City, where that's all you did was build they still cities. Have, they have a new, they still have Sim Cities. I used to really? play that yeah. all the time. Wow. And like, you can, they, you should play the new one. It's pretty awesome. Is it? Like, at the time, I was working two jobs. Mm-hmm. And so I'd get home from my second job at one o'clock in the morning and everybody would be sleeping. And I was I was wired and I didn't want to go to bed and I didn't have to be up the next day. So I'd sit and play Sim City until like three o'clock in the morning and then go to bed. That sounds excellent. Of course, Tyler was like six and used to come and wake me up at eight. <laughs> that sounds less excellent. <laughs> so I am still obsessed. Yeah, because I picked one up like a year ago. They made Nancy Drew computer games. Oh. <gasps> And they are glorious. That is so cool. They're fun. You solve a mystery and like there are two versions. There's like the junior kind where you like get hints and then the senior kind where you don't get hints. Mm. Uh, They're so fun. For all of the Harry Potter lovers, Travis actually sent me a um, leaked video of a live action RPG Harry Potter game. No, <gasps> no way. Yes. So you can cast <gasps> spells in it, but it's live action and so in RPG, so you're playing with other people and you have to like go it's kinda like wow like, for Harry Potter. Oh my like God. and it looked legit and their graphics were amazing. Just as good as like The Sims 4 pretty much. Like it looked like real people sitting there. Because I used to have like this old Harry Potter computer game. I and did it was too. Cool, but was it wasn't. It, was it from like the early 2000s? Because that's what I. Yes, I had the same ones and they were like impossible. Yeah, but this one looks like, holy shit, I might have to become a nerd again. I haven't been a nerd in a long time, other than Sims. I was going to say you're a book nerd. You stopped? Well, I never stopped I just being never a nerd. Had time to play now you're games. just not a game nerd as much as you were. Now you're going to get text messages saying. Can't come to podcast playing Sims. <laughs> Have to finish house. <laughs> Building castle now. Speaking of. We'll send pics. <laughs> you gotta send. You have to take pictures and send them to us. That is not an excuse for missing the podcast, Nicole. I'll well, bring my laptop. She, <laughs> what if she makes her Sims read? I mean, that counts, right? I do all the time because they get like skill levels. Yeah. Or, and they get. I, that's what I used to do. Used to make mm-hmm. them go read. Do the Sims have a Goodreads account? I highly needs, doubt it. Somebody needs to do that. Book they girls. have a lot of books now on The Sims, like because you have cooking books, you have because you learn skills like a uh, handyman books and like hmm. science yeah. books or like doctor. If you they uh, have they like have a, a whole slew of skills that you can learn. A whole when slew, a whole slew, and you can and go to a bookstore or at least in Sims Three, you used to be able to go to a bookstore and buy new books. 
and well, you take off the and like list. if you for instance if you read a bunch of cooking books then you could make different things in the kitchen than you could before or uh you can play it like i play it which is build all the pretty houses and then uh kill your sims in a series of bizarre accidents or you could just make them go woohoo <laughs> yeah or you could just make them go woohoo there's something I'm a for everyone concerned in the about sims. you guys i really am I'm it's a little better concerned. than i mean it's so fun have you not played it i i played it so many years ago and i was disturbed i'm gonna buy this I, I really thinking about Please, so yes. i can buy it, and i'm gonna bring it and make you play it i kept thinking about is my inaction with my sim making my sim depressed <laughs> no, it's well, not. You no, have to talk it's what's not my people. sim do when I'm not there? Well, I don't it, like that. It's not real. You don't know that. It might be an alternate reality. This is not. I'm just saying. This is not philosophy class. So I just <laughs> get by. I find the cheat codes, and then I like when they need to pee. Hey, I just like drag yeah, it. Cheater and if head. I need, well, because really, I'm just in there to buy or build houses, so I don't really care. If there is a god, that's what he's thinking. I'm just going to use. I'm the just cheat code. here to build the houses. <laughs> you want to hear something? What the funny? fuck? What are these people in the way for? Tyler used to do things purposely to torture his sims like he would put him in a room so and then take off mean. all of the doors and the windows so the sims couldn't get out i mean have you not and put your sims in, in a pool and taken out the ladder i thought we'd all <laughs> done that <laughs> you guys are there's like a- pulling the wings off of no, flies martha there's Jesus. an entire youtube account on how to make your sims die yeah like literally there's one where you you make See them cook saying? something this but you take way the- too much like playing dice you Wait. make them cook something, and you take out the the fire alarm, and then you take you remove and then they the catch door, on fire. and then yeah, then they burn to death. But here's the, in some of the Sims <laughs> oh my games, God, you people. Well, some people do it because you can make it now. You can make them like a ghost, or yeah, and you, at least in the can, Sims Three, you could. And then you can haunt people. Yeah, and you can possess the other Sims that live in the house. I think it's I would so wake fine. up in the middle of the night, and my Sim would be standing over me. Or you Whoa. can turn him into like a vampire, and I think you have to kill him to do that too, right? Yeah. Call you guys. So I didn't it's a good the, thing that this is a Halloween podcast because you know we got that whole Ghost creepy zombie. fucking vibe going on here right now. It's not as bad as like I had a friend. In college, you told me about Roller Coaster Tycoon, and she was one of those people who made roller coasters. Just so they die? To kill people, but then it would shoot them into another park so that it wouldn't reflect <laughs> badly on them. It was dying oh in a different gosh. park. That's very much a thing. Wow, that's funny. That is not what I did with Roller Coaster Tycoon, but that is what she did with it. I played Roller, to- roller Coaster Tycoon, too, but I didn't make my own roller coasters because I kept making people die, so I just bought Fair. the ones that they had. Were they like, you have to stop? <laughs> People are going to come to your park. They keep I'm like, dying. Nicole, I just want to build shit. Yeah, I want to make I just want to build houses. shit and then it's pretty and then it's over. Like just, Minecraft, I just built big castles, but then also tried to tunnel it sounds to the to center me like of the there earth. Is yeah. a, that was it. There is a serious niche here that needs to be filled in the gaming industry to for adult women to, to build beautiful houses. They have it. What? Uh, there's a... It's really expensive, though. Oh, I was going to say, well, why the hell aren't you playing that if that's all you want? It's not really a game. It's like a, it's a computer program, and it's really no. for architects, but it is the, it would be the same thing. But what it's I'm just, saying oh. is little girls would probably dig that, too. I'm thinking it's a niche. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Why can't you just have I a, a want, whole I want to make pretty things and then kill them. Yeah. 
Minecraft. I used to do a uh, zoo tycoon yeah, but all the mine, time. Minecraft doesn't that. look you, very nice, fun. though. But when Except, you're eight years old, it looks awesome. When no. you have a Tyrannosaurus no. Rex, you have to make sure and have the right. <laughs> or Thank else you. he gets out and starts eating all of your animals and guests. You mean it becomes Jurassic Park? Do you remember yes. Zoo Tycoon? Is that what you're talking about? That's what about? she's yes. talking about. That was my favorite I game I love Zoo Tycoon. I was so sad when I, I ended up getting a bug or something in the system. Well, and and it eventually, wouldn't play like, anymore. I have the old game still like on CD, but it won't work with windows 10 and yeah, like it's no, so it outdated anymore. dude but i loved it i don't Martha. even know you people loved it i loved zoo tycoon i love strategy absolutely games okay fucking absolutely at a loss for words over here well you didn't always How long have i known you guys want people to die uh, no, I mean I'm I'm at a loss for words because I never knew you guys were were players of these kinds of but games. But then Zoo Tycoon is really cool when the dinosaurs get loose and start terrorizing I never everybody. Got to play the dinosaur one, and then like the helicopter comes in and like catches the dinosaur from God. above. It's really freaking awesome. Of course, I did have a secret life as a Diablo player. No yeah. way, I did. Oh yeah, Diablo. Oh. My best friend and Travis loved Diablo. Diablo was fucking the bomb. I loved that game so much until. They did the game where you had to be online to play it. I don't yeah. want to play with other people. I want to go shoot things in the privacy of my own home all by my <laughs> fucking self. I had That's a, the great thing about The Sims. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Martha. You can murder Sims in the no, privacy no, of no, your no, no, own You home. have a bad day at work. You just go home and kill all your Sims and you feel no, better. No, 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 no. create new ones. <laughs> and nobody dies. Dude, I want to kill demons. I want to kill skeletons. You can make vampires. Yeah. And ghosts. And I think they had like a bunch of stuff. I like, there's more they needed yeah. Ghostbusters Sims. Uh, that would be so where fun. Where you can like catch the ghosts. Martha, I had a super secret life for about two years. I was a WoW player. What's WoW? Ooh, World of Warcraft. Wow. Really? And I got to like, it, and this was I a big deal at to. the time. I got to like level 80. I have two characters <gasps> at level 80. You did not. But now you can get up to like a mil. I don't even know. Who cares? And like, I gave up. When I was you just make like, I'm over this. Infinite, it's the not secret fun life of Nicole. Oh my yeah. god! This I was is really secretly cool. I jealous this. of all the WoW players because same because it cost be. you want my account. Yeah, I know. And I was like, too cheap. Yeah, no. <laughs> my sister bought it for or like paid for it for me because she played WoW and she was mm-hmm. like, "Come play with me." And I was like, "Okay." And then I loved it for like two years. Wow, we were really nerdy this episode. Jeez, I hope people please. enjoyed it. Yeah, we totally geeked out. Nicole, I have a whole new reverence for you. I really fucking you. want to I really... play The Sims, like, right now. You have to wait till after the podcast. You're... I don't have The Sims. You're not I allowed to go home and now, play if Sims. You, like, Origin, they make The Sims. Mm-hmm. You can actually purchase it, but then there's this thing called Steam, and it's like... Mm-hmm. And it, you can actually just... It keeps all of your video games on this account, and if you ever need to play it, like, you can just download it, and it'll play... But hmm. the only thing, my computer just doesn't, it like, it won't do it. I can, if I double click on a Patible. picture to like expand it, it gives me a black screen. Oh, like, did I you just need a new laptop? But I have an actually pretty good laptop. It's just it, that there's no video graphics memory or video card or anything because hmm. it's a laptop. Yeah. But I found one. It's just. Expensive. Figure out how to make it. payments on it, guys. <laughs> I think I you... like in radio. <laughs> what but about it the... is overtime season. Yes, it is overtime season. Yes. Nicole's here for, for, for Thunder Basketball. Whoop! Ew. She's working hard right here. This I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Where did that come from? Hey, I had to do Thunder shit for a while. I had to go out and pump people up for the game and I know, I'm give joking. away free tickets. Doesn't 
standing we'll outside forever. It does for last forever. fucking ever. When they said it started the other nights, day, yeah. I was like, okay, but baseball's not over yet. Yeah, like, what I know. The fuck? Yeah, I mean, kind of like right now they're all going on because you've got you've, you've got, got football. They are. Football, basketball, basketball and, and baseball. And all soccer. Going on. Don't forget soccer. Soccer. Yeah. That's always Everything. I'm sure there's hockey going on somewhere. Now, Vani and I went to a new bookstore today. Where? We went up to Edmond. Called Best of Books. Oh, where? Of Danforth? No, Danforth. Wait, was it Danforth? Yeah. yeah. Danforth. That is yeah. up there. Yeah. We yeah. we went on a field trip to Yeah, Edmund. and let me tell you, Edmond, I am always in the wrong lane when I drive in the Edmond. The traffic yes. in that place sucks so it's hard. It's so bad. Ugh. I just came from there. I'm not this is, happy with driving that. out of Edmond is fascinating because there was a. I didn't know that they made not cars that were Porsches. So it was like a mini SUV Porsche oh, in front yeah, of me, a, Cayenne. a yeah. Porsche next to me. But then two miles out of Edmond, a car got on the highway that had a tarp over the trunk because the trunk lit door was gone. Lovely. Yeah, Very, that sounds about right. I was like, oh, we've left Edmond. <laughs> yep. We're in Oklahoma City now. <laughs> we have passed into Oklahoma City. <laughs> Edmond is Edmond is the upscale suburb. Yes, yep. of Oklahoma it's, City. It's like when you think of a McMansion, that's that's Edmond. Well, and Nichols Hills because I work in Nichols Hills. Yeah, Nichols that, Hills is just down Nichols the road Hills from us. Is like old money, whereas Edmond is like people who've like had money for a long time, and Edmond is like. And Edmond has like really good schools, and they do. The, the city actually puts money into their infrastructure, and like, oh, well, they need to that. fix their drainage. Well, I know they've got whatever road we went down. They have everything under construction down that mm-hmm. road. Good lord! I think that is Danforth. Yeah. There's no traffic ever where I live. It's <laughs> glorious. And I live like literally the my address is the I-35 service road. So then the highway's right there. Cool. So you, it's I just real quick for you to go everywhere. Except for maybe if the homeless people hang out on your exit. No, not really. Oh, no, that would be good. where my son lives. That's where oh, the homeless yeah. people yeah. hang out. And not just your son. Not just my son. Oh, he's not just homeless. <laughs> he lives with his mother. Shut up. <laughs> Nicole, I like how you're looking. Nicole Get is off the actively, she's actively looking for a computer right now. I mean, if she could get away with it, she'd probably be over there playing the Sims. Well, the best part is that that computer, it's got Windows XP on it. So you probably could, play the, you could play the Sims on it. Now you just put the idea in her head she's going to be playing Sims at work. When I had to be Nicole the last time I was here, I was like, oh my God, it's Windows XP. It's like from when I was a teenager. Oh, yeah, because uh, all of our radio equipment, like if you put Windows 10 on it, it will crash. Because oh, yeah. it's really old, so mm-hmm. it has to have XP on it. Well, no, like our, that computer. Whatever, this one's new. That Well, this that, um, new. like that software. Yeah. For, it, it doesn't support Windows 10. For OpEx. Mm-hmm. And that's our, what runs our radio station. Yeah. That's how weird fucking computer <laughs> scientists engineers are yeah i know i know i used to work at a news station it was not as bad as windows xp but it was a similar situation yeah i was like oh what year is this from yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 are we ready to transition into some scary shit did anybody bring scary shit tonight or some kind of scary stuff yes okay it was supposed to be Yes. But it wasn't very. But last week, it wasn't really all that we scary. We did corny. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts about my book, so. And just. I think there's a ghost in this room. You think so? Maybe a werewolf. I thought there was a ghost in my werewolves house. werewolves are invisible. But it ended up being well, a mouse. Y- you just never know. There might be a deceased werewolf. 
who is now a, a werewolf ghost. ghost. Hey, that, that that's a new thing. Is it? Yeah. We I mean, have if a, the Sims doesn't about... have it, then it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember like trying to buy it the first time and my mom turns it over and she like never ever looked at like ratings for stuff. But this one said like, like 17 plus because you can woohoo in it. Mm-hmm. Now, what does woohoo even mean? Have Fuck? S- you yeah. can make them have sex. They go under a bed and then it like blurs them out and they like, and they, they like, like flip around a little bit, but like they're blurred the bed out. bounces. It's kind of hilarious. And it's called woohooing. You can make them woohoo. But okay, now I'm getting it. It's now- hilarious. But it doesn't show anything, but it is pretty funny. But my mom was like, no, I will not buy you this. So then I was like, dad, will you buy this for me? And he's like, sure. (laughs) Okay, Martha, I think, has about had it with our Sims talk. I want to talk about blood and guts. I'm sick of Sims. Blood and guts and and gore and, 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 and ghosts and 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 werewolves. So she wants to play, what was that one that you could run over hookers? <laughs> oh, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I don't want to run over hookers. You can murder the shit out of people on Grand Theft Auto. That, yeah, you can. Holy oh. crap. Yeah, that's, I don't like that either. If you run through the blood, it like lives footprints. My son was almost, he was 18 before he was allowed to get that game. <laughs> wow. Because I hated it so much. To be fair, I, I would let my 18 year old it well he was 18 that was his choice at that point that's true i let him play other horrible shit but (laughs) (laughs) but not that one that one was off limits (laughs) no more hitting people with cars you can murder monsters you can you can murder other things but you you can't murder hookers (laughs) well i mean that's probably a gateway to being a serial killer so yeah it totally creeps me out my son played it (laughs) (laughs) well you better watch it all right, a lot of things are creeping me out in this whole conversation right now. It's a good okay. thing we're in our Halloween episode. Okay, since you're already creeped out, you want to hear about some scary books? Yes, please. Am I going first? Yes. She likes when we go on a line. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, I already have it pulled up. I knew it was going to be. So I decided to go with um, a classic because I've actually never watched this movie. Um, Psycho by Robert Block. Woo! Side note, you've never watched the movie? I have never watched Not the original, Psycho. not the remake with What's-His-Face? Nope. And I haven't even watched Bates Motel. That's on Netflix. It's supposed to be really good. It's pretty good. Is it? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it. So she was she was a psycho virgin. I can't believe you've never seen Psycho. I've never I seen mean, Psycho either. I'm with really? you, Bonnie. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I know the I've basic never, things that's I've never supposed seen to happen, either. like some what? of the things. Nope. I'm the only person who's seen it. Yeah. I'm younger than all of you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty sad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I, I never saw it's it. It's good. I don't know why I never saw I it. I think it's kind of one of those things that when it came out, I was too young to watch it. Yeah. And then it looked too cheesy. And then I just never. And then there was new things to watch. So. Yeah. Stuff like um, like Poltergeist. Oh, never Poltergeist gave me such yeah. nice But specifically, Invasion of the Body it. Snatchers, man. Exorcist. I watched Ooh, that when yeah. I was... Exorcist was good. The when Omen. I was like yeah. I've never seen The Omen. Scary. I don't know if I watched The Omen or not. I've tried really hard to get an M. Night Shyamalan movie, you know, we are happen. We are actually living in The Omen right now. Are we? Yeah. Are we really? Because the Antichrist is president. <laughs> Do you... <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. 
What was that movie, The Babysitter, the nanny, the babysitter that they hired to take care of the kids and she like tried to kill the mom and like seduce uh, the dad? That's it, multiple made for TV lifetime <laughs> movies. Well, no, it was a movie movie that was out and <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what, yeah, I know which, yeah. It came out like when I was like 14. Something, The Cradle, something. Oh, cradle. Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Yeah, there we go. I actually watched that movie at my at the lady's house that I babysat for, I mean, all the time. I was at her house oh. constantly watching her kids. And, and watching we, that movie? We That's all creepy. watched it together. And it's kind of like, promise I'll never do that. <laughs> all right. Sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead. It's okay. Right. Um, So Psycho by Robert Block. Like I said, I have not watched this movie. So it was it was interesting the perspective that they told from Norman Bates' state of mind reminded me a lot of that book, You, that I read. Oh, because so you mean You was probably inspired It could have by been, Psycho. because the, his train of thought on how he... They can't see your gestures, honey. You're going to have to articulate. No, I can't articulate. <laughs> <clears throat> you could tell that he was not quite right in the head. Uh-huh. Definitely not quite right in the head. Um, so that was pretty interesting to get the inside view from hmm. Norman Bates. Interesting. And what this book is about is there's a mother and a son who own a motel. And it's kind of on the wrong side of town because it's the opposite side than what the interstate is. So it doesn't get a lot of business. And this lady named Mary Crane, who is frustrated with being poor, and she wants out of a slump, and she wants to be able to start her life, she does some illegal stuff, and then when she makes a run for it, she ends up staying in this hotel. So she doesn't tell anyone where she's at because she's done something illegal, and she doesn't want anyone to know where she's at. Well, then she ends up getting killed and her sister and her fiance go looking for her and the only place that they can think to look for her is at this hotel and that's kind of where it goes from there as far as the murder mystery plot it was pretty obvious from the beginning who the murderer was Mm -hmm. in this because they don't try to hide anything there's no kind of cover up the guy's just seriously creepy from the the guy is creepy and he kills people But what the interesting part of this book is seeing the inside of his mind and then finding out later in the book why he is the way he is. Oh, and And what were your thoughts on the book? It was good. Um, Like I said, it was pretty predictable. And I don't know if it's because I know what Psycho is. So I kind of know. See, that's the hard part about reading a classic, Mm -hmm. is that you've heard so many things over the years. You've seen so many images. Even if you haven't watched the movie, you've seen the images. Right. It's it's so embedded in our culture that it's hard. At least that's my opinion when going back and trying to read a classic. Right, because there was no, there was no, um, like, jump moments. Yeah. Because, but the creepiness of this book. (laughs) <laughs> she just made it shivered. worth it she just shivered just now because <laughs> it was pretty creepy so i would i would probably only give it a four out of five just because it was predictable mm-hmm. 
when, what you lose in predictability, you gain in creepiness. So I would recommend it. I'm not sorry I read it. It was, it was actually pretty short. It was. I did the audio, and it was only five hours. Dang. Oh, I, I, yeah, I read it like short. in a day and a half. It was my uh, my work neighbors probably really sick of me reading all of these Halloween books because <laughs> I read Exorcist and Psycho both in and the they, same week. And they don't let her wear headphones at work. So what she does is she tucks her put phone here, into her bra right here in my shoulder <laughs> and listens to right it by here. her head, so that her people around her now have to listen to whatever she's listening to. <laughs> <laughs> so I will not be reading Fifty Shades of Grey at my desk. Good but call. Why won't they let you wear headphones? Because they're dicks. Um, because they think that I won't be able to hear people talking to me if I own the headphones. I mean, even if I just have one on, because that's usually what I do. But lame. Super lame. It is lame. I say it's lame. Super lame. You should just wear your hair down every day and get one of the wireless See, that's I what know. I told her. I know somebody who does that. They have one of those really small ones. Yep. Mm-hmm. That goes Just right one here. Ear. Yep. And she wears her hair down. Yep. And she showed it to me. She told me. And I'm like, just don't get caught. <laughs> I said, I won't tell. That's totally <laughs> what I would do. I'm just really bad to do this, to tuck my hair yeah. behind my ear. So hmm. I would, I would give myself away. I'm not good at hiding All right. things. So let's give the uh, title and ours of that one more time, please. Was Psycho by Robert Block. And moving right along to the lovely Miss Alyssa, so queen lo- of the night. <laughs> I did not read a romance this week. <gasps> Woo! Right? I read wow. The- <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about this book. I have a lot of conflicting thoughts about this book. So I'm going to sum it up. Okay, but... For the record, you cannot spoil anything. I, I don't oh, care. No, no, no. You can because I'm one third of the way through it. A lot of my, oh. a lot of, a lot of the things that um, I have a lot of thoughts about happen in the beginning. You're That's fine. fine. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. The book I read this week was *The Little Stranger* by Sarah Waters. It was surprisingly longer than I thought it was going to be. I know. I started reading it on Wednesday, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> Running out of time over here. <laughs> It's like, oh, this is longer than I thought it was going to be. So it is set in post-World War II Britain in Warwickshire. I will not be saying that again. <laughs> anyway. Wait, where was it? The people from England will be correcting you anyway. Yeah. Rural England. <laughs> it's set in rural England in this small town called Lidcote. And this is a haunted house story. And so the big haunted house is a member is owned by the local gentry. And it's called Hundreds Hall, and the family that owns it is the Ayers family. And so our main character and our na- and our narrator is a doctor who grew up in the town, and his name is Doctor Faraday. You don't know his first name, um, so <laughs> you just call him Faraday. Um, but so he, after um, one of their maids falls sick, um, he goes to their house to see what's wrong with her. And when he was a kid, he'd been inside the house before and it was, you know, opulent and beautiful and splendid. And it was, I mean, it was just teeming with things that rich people had back then, like silk, silk wallpaper, which I still don't understand. And like all of this furniture and this room that's shaped like an octagon and a, and like this big chandelier and a big staircase and all of that. Um, so, when he goes in, he's surprised to find how run down it's become. They've shut up a lot of the house. Um, 
a lot of their furniture is gone because they're having a really hard time adapting to the changes that are happening in Britain after the war. Um, it had been happening slowly but surely, but it really sped up after World War II. Um, titled people in England really started losing their power and had a really hard time adapting to the way the world was changing. Um, and so they, um, their houses, it's one of those stories where the house is a character, which is really cool. You get a really great feel for it. This house is oppressively creepy. Everything is, they have leather chairs and they're kind of like torn at the seams and things are scratched and it's very gloomy and they don't have the money to run their generator all the time. So a lot of times it's dark and they use the natural light and fire to light their house. And when it rains and because it's not hot there ever, um, it's pretty cold and damp in the house. Um, and so throughout this story, it kind of meanders for a little bit. Um, and then there's, I don't know how far Nicole's gotten, but so there's an, an inciting incident. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call it. No, I got Okay, cool. So I can talk about it. So they throw this house party because some new people who are rich have come into town. Um, this is a town small enough where the heirs certainly, they're the only rich people in this town. Everyone else does not have a lot of money. Um, and so this new rich family comes to town and they want to talk to them and entertain them. And so they throw this party. Um, and so they come, but they bring their daughter. And so what happens is at this party is um, the, f- the heir's family, normally very placid dog, <gasps> nearly bites off the face of this little girl, just like tears into it. And so Dr. Faraday, who's at this party because the heir's family invited him because he's kind of become their, I wouldn't say friend, just he's there a lot. Constant acquaintance. He's just there a lot. Um, he's taking care of so the son of the family. He's come home from the war and he has um, he has a lot of injuries because his plane was shot down. And so Doctor Faraday is doing some experimental medicine with him. So he's there like once a week or so, and they invite him. And so this little girl, I mean, the feeling I got was like just like it her tore. cheek was almost mm-hmm. torn off her face. Yeah. And so he like does a quick like he stitches her face back together. It's a whole thing. Um, but so that's kind of the inciting incident. You know, something's wrong here because this is a dog. It's a very old dog. It doesn't move very fast. It's very sweet. Like, it's not aggressive. And they talk a lot about, like, the first third of the book. Mm-hmm. Anytime somebody walked into the house, this dog would, like, bark and then, like, run up and then just start licking somebody. Like, it it's was like, Hi. so happy. Yeah. Oh, I see. So it's not, it's not a vicious dog whatsoever. No. Right. And so... Caroline, it's mostly her dog. She is the daughter. There's the mother, the daughter, and the son who all live in this rundown house. And so it's mostly her dog. And she's understandably upset and doesn't, you know, that her dog has done this. But also she blames the little girl. She's like, well, what could she have done to this dog to make to make him lash out like that? Like, it had to have been extreme. And so. And for the record, this girl was like. A little prissy. At least the the imagery I got from her was that a she was prissy. Spoiled, spoiled little girl. Her parents spoil her. They they she, were giving her wine and like cognac. They don't give her a bedtime because they think it will give her a complex. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so this is not a well behaved little girl. Um, the owner of the dog. N- no, the little no, girl. No, the little girl, girl, girl that was come to the party. Oh, the owner of the dog's an adult. Yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. 
Yes, the mother is like I don't fifty or sixty. She's not like old. She's just these right. are her adult children. Okay. Um, and so this is the inciting incident where you're like, what's going on in this house? And so things start to kind of ramp up. Like weird small things happen, and you're like, is that just you know your house is falling down around your ears? Is it just that? Mm. Um, and so it kind of moves onward from there. Um interesting question of the story is is it a ghost or are they going crazy making it up in their head and there's and there's an explanation for all of it Mm. um it was that's my summary i don't want to spoil it for nicole or other people because there are a couple like interesting twists that happen that i think were pretty solid um i have a lot of conflicting feelings about this book and why is that number one so i have i've read a lot of books i've read a lot of very long books this book felt fucking long oh. like a hundred pages in i was like jesus christ get to the point yes so that's that's what happens when it's either not a good book or it's not a good fit so she's a prestige author and so it's kind of one of those things where like this is her like fourth or fifth book all of them are critically acclaimed and that's when they start letting them do whatever the fuck they want uh-huh and so, I, yeah, the first, I mean, 100 pages could have been, like, 50 pages. I was like, cool, we're walking through this field a fucking again. <laughs> Hooray! Mm-hmm. So excited about this dog in this field and walking through it and driving <laughs> your car. And seeing patients nobody cares about because they're not important. It's, yeah. it's a lot. It t- yeah. I was like, 100 I'm, pages, and I was like, if shit does not pick up, I am not doing this, and I will just review a paranormal romance because I'm so bored. You know what? The- there are a lot of books like that. And I it's do. okay to just say, this is ridiculous. It was just weird because, like, I like stuff like that. I read The Count of Monte Cristo. Like, that's like a 700-page book, and it is not fun. But, like, I was still interested in it. But this hmm. book, I was just like, where are we going with it? Where are we going at all? So there's hmm. a lot there's of There's, like, stuff no that... plot in the first 100 pages, and then it gets itself going after that. But hmm. it was like... So what you're telling me... Is it's gonna <laughs> shit's I mean, gonna start and you're good. It's gonna get a lot. Because I better. got to the dog attack and then I got a little bit further after that, maybe like another twenty five yeah, pages, like and then I'm still 50, like, I feel like is where it really starts to pick up. <laughs> just really far yeah, right. yeah, I just gotta okay. keep trucking. I'm not reading this one. Keep I can trucking. tell you. Um, another pro- uh, another weird thing I had. So the narrator, Doctor Faraday, he's just. It's, he's an interesting character, but really weird. Um, he's super fixated on the fact that Caroline, she has, um, how, what does he describe her legs as? Like, thick legs? Thick what legs, hairy. He talk, talks he's very fixated on the fact that she, do, she does not and has not shaved her legs, even though they do not always have electricity in their house. So how the fuck would you see to shave your legs? It sounds to me... He's like, like weirdly fixated on this. Is the woman who wrote the... Is a woman who A wrote, woman wrote this mm-hmm. book. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like she's obsessed with hairy legs. It's very, it's very weird and, and like just, very off-putting. He, they do a lot of describing her as a very like with manly features. She takes after her father, uh, and you can tell. I mean, at least once every like twenty pages, it goes out of its way to say Caroline is plain. She is not pretty. Yeah, here are her specific problems. Something with like she's got pointy collarbones or something. She's got a big hairy mole it's on her face. She wears a boxy dress that's unflattering. Like, literally. It's they're so, so rude weird. Maybe this is, maybe. It's not, and it's not even people. It's him. He's the I narrator. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's really weird. Another problem I had is the way that it's written is that he's the narrator, so you see everything from his point of view, but then 
the point of view will skew. So, like, there'll be stuff where someone has told him a story, and he's like, this is the story that Roderick told me. And then he, like, tells it back the way Roderick told it. But it's really weird because, like, it talks about, like, you know, she felt this way. Like, it's like third-person omniscient, but it shouldn't be. It's... Yeah. It's very... It's bizarre to read, and it made it, like... Hmm. What are we doing here? I Yeah. I have other conflicting feelings, but I don't want to spoil them. Nicole, you and I can talk about this when you've finished it. I uh, so... I haven't finished the book yet, but right. my first impression has been one. I like, I knew I was not going to be able to finish this book like quickly. quickly because it just, and it's not that it's not interesting the first 125 pages or whatever, wherever I am. It's just that it is oh, like- very, it's very slow because I think he's really, or the author, she, she is really trying to set you up for what happens. And I don't know if they're kind of expecting you to sit there and read it all at once so that you're actually scared. But I have been reading it like 25 pages at a time. Right. And I'm like, Ugh. Also, I want to say there was not, there is a, there's this one scene. It's very evocative and it's very good. And it's more, um, I cried. I don't cry. It was this really very good evocative scene with one of the characters. And it talks about his struggles and the war. It's very, very good. And also it gets very scary because the question is, you know, is this, is this real? Is there a ghost or you know, are they making this up or are there explanations and they're just paranoid. And so it's talking about his experience and it really ramps you up because you're like, you're upset and all set for him. And also these bad things are happening and it's very tense and it was very good. I wasn't scared. I was just like, Ooh, like, is this going to be the rest of the book? Like I'm ready. And then I was not scared for the rest of it. And I am scared of everything. I am. (laughs) And this is in it all. Like Uh... I Googled, I found this book because I Googled like top Halloween books. It's on Goodreads. It's, it's got ha- a like, blurb pretty... from Stephen King on the front that says how creepy it is. I hate it when that happens. I was like, I really do. Because then you've got that expectation. This yeah. is, yeah, like, it, I was like, I mean, the first time I watched Halloween, which just is like more of a thriller than a horror movie, mm-hmm. I hid behind a pillow for well, that, however those long are, that movie yeah, is. Yeah, those are slasher films. Those are a little I'm different. I'm scared of actually. everything. Yeah. And I was not scared. And I live alone. I read this in the dark. Like, I read this, like, in my bed, and my dog would not stop moving around. I was like, if I get scared, you're going to continue the scaring for the rest of this week, apparently, because you're just going to move around. Yeah, I w- it was not scary at all. Maybe it'll be scary for Nicole. Um, I'm going to have to turn my lights off and try and read the rest yeah. of it. <laughs> it was just not, like, I was really disappointed, because it's a lot of stuff I like. I love, I love history. I love period pieces. The only kind of horror I like are haunted house stories. Like I, and ju- I was like, I don't understand hmm. why I do not like this story. Don't you hate it when that? Yeah, happens? and there were just I a really couple pieces that. where I was like, I don't like this. They made it into a movie, which is why I was like, because they were like, the actor I wonder who stars in it. And I was like, well, I wonder if the movie's actually better because it you know. might be. I well, if they cut off all that extra stuff. Well, it theoretically, might be good. he's hmm. not going to be narrating every thought he has, so we're going to yeah. lose all the parts about uh, Caroline's hairy legs. So that Darn might it. make it better. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they don't zoom in on them because the imagery in the book was pretty awful. So weird. Mm. I was like, I'm just like, why do you care and about then I was hairy like, legs? It's winter. Of course, she's not shaving her legs. Yes. Right? It's fucking cold outside. <laughs> Unless Got other I'm, stuff to do. Unless I'm going to wear shorts or capris or something, I only shave when I can't stand the itching anymore. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it was. I I don't know how I feel about that. 
I don't know if I recommend it or not because well, I'm you really obviously like don't. 50-50. You don't. Hmm. Well, the back half wasn't bad. Like, and I it has some know. really beautiful imagery like, of it the It really house. does. It's very well written. Like I said, the house is very much a character and that's very good. Like maybe someone else will like it. I'm not sure that anyone else will be scared. <laughs> but it's not a bad No, it's book. not a bad book. It so was far. just like... It's just slow. Yeah. Way slow. I've read books like that where... I was just about to give up on it about midway through the book. And then I was like, wait a minute. That's kind of interesting. And then I ended up loving the back half of it. And then the first, they were just like walking through woods. And that's about it. It's kind of like, okay. (laughs) All right. So give us us the the title and artist. So that was The Little Stranger by Sarah Waters. Well, you talking about haunted houses reminded me a little while back. And I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast there was an article that somebody in Scotland was offering $50,000 for a live-in nanny to come live with them in their haunted house and take care of their kids. What the fuck? And they had, they had five nannies quit on them uh, due to supernatural incidents like strange noises, broken glasses, moving furniture. So they were offering $50,000 to come live in this home. And in the article, there was a picture. And it I mean, it was a house like what you were describing, like this big, gorgeous, you know, old house. That shit's happened in places that are that old. But yeah, somebody's offering $50,000 to come live with them and take care of their kid in their haunted house. I would like for ghosts to be real. They're not. But the second I am given good evidence and it is backed up by someone academic, I am so excited to be there. (laughs) Me too. I feel exactly that way. I'm like, I want this to be real. It's not, but it would be so cool if it was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are we ready to move on to Miss Nicole? Yep. Okay. At least I am. All right. (laughs) Okay. So I'm doing something a little bit unconventional because I ordered a bunch of spooky creepy books online and they still have not gotten to my house which is weird but uh i saw an advertisement for this on goodreads and amazon they like to they've been releasing kind of short story things Mm -hmm. lately and it'll be like a it'll collection yeah Mm -hmm. um and they uh released one a while back and it was like slaughterhouse on the prairie and like a bunch of weird stuff but this one is called Dark Corners, and it's am- an Amazon original stories. But there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. And I read four of them. Talking to your microphone, Nicole. Sorry. Okay. And I read four of them. Um, but they are all pretty much creepy stories. Um, and one is called Hannah Beast. And they are all very short. Like, And by short, I mean... I think I have read all four, or like each one in less than an hour. And Hannah Beast is about this like group of little girls and they kind of pick on this one girl. And then uh, on Halloween night, they take the girl they pick pick on, they take her out trick or treating, but they she doesn't have a costume. So they dress her up and they call her Hannah Beast. Like they just take parts of their own costume and give it to her. And so they just call her Hannah Beast because her name's Hannah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Her yeah. name's Hannah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then then they make her do some stuff that, like, you're like, what the fuck? So, um, and then there's another story, and it's about this uh, girl who, um, 
Maybe you should give us the um, the authors too. Can I you? will. Okay. I'll go. I'll just. I'll read them all at the end. Okay. Um. There's one called the Sleep Tight Motel, and it's about a a woman who is in this insane relationship, and she's kind of trying to get away. And then you're flipping back to the story of her in this relationship, and then some crazy shit happens. Um. Hmm. And then <laughs> there's. Um, and they're all different authors. Mm-hmm. And some of them are actually, and I'll read them. Some of them are like. Kind of prominent authors, like oh. you'll probably recognize a couple of them. Um, one is called The Remedy, um, and it's about this guy, and he's had this like disease, and I think it was depression. Mm-hmm. Like, but they don't never really say that for sure. But he's been fighting it his whole life. He's gone to a therapist, tried all this medication, and finally he finds finds this, and his friend tells him about this miracle um, location, and he starts going there. And then some, something happened. Like, and so they're all short stories, um, and none of them that I read were completely like. I don't know. Maybe I just don't scare easily. But <laughs> I should read them and tell you if they're scary. Okay, <laughs> you should let me know <laughs> so I can know how fucked up I am. Um, and one of them, even even like I'd seen it online or like that plot, mm-hmm. but. If you haven't, it's fascinating. And one of them, even though I wasn't, like, scared, it really made you think, too. Mm. So um, my suggestion is if at any time this month you are planning on having, like, a campfire or doing, like, uh, sitting around and telling scary stories, these would literally be perfect because that would probably freak you out. Like Like if you were sitting around a campfire and needed something really spooky, that would be it. Or read people's scary stories that's cool and they're like i love doing that kind of stuff man that's awesome (laughs) but um okay so there's seven hannah beast was by jennifer mcmahon uh the sleep type motel is by lisa unger um there's a giant trapdoor spider under your bed that's by edgar cantero uh i don't know how to pronounce this mio dow is by joyce carol oates we Some big, big dogs there. <laughs> the The Tangled Woods is by Emily Robitaille. The Remedy is by Adam Haslett. Oak Avenue is by Brandy Reeds. And they're all like, I don't know, they're just really interesting. I need to finish the rest of them. Sweet. And if you have Amazon Prime, they're, it's literally free. And um, if you don't have Prime, they're it. not really super expensive, are they? No, I think it's a dollar ninety nine. Yeah, so there you go. And then it'd be you, perfect. Yeah, and it comes with the Kindle like edition. Like if you have Prime and you download it for free, it comes oh. with Kindle. So oh. just go. Cool. Into it too. Cool. This sounds like the perfect Halloweeny thing. Nice and short and mm-hmm. little creepy. Yeah, yeah. Just Almost, Google. You could just about read it on a, on your lunch break. Pretty much. Uh, just Google, if you're interested in reading it, just Google the Dark Corners collection on Amazon. But it Sweet. was fun. Okay. Are you, is that it? Are you mm-hmm. know? Okay. Yeah, mine's weird. Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> What's your Just wanted to make story? sure there wasn't anything else. She just wants to make my life difficult by having seven authors and titles for me to remember <laughs> to put down on the website. <laughs> <Can> we screen. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'll just Google Dark Corners yeah, Amazon I mean, collection yeah. and it'll pull all of them up. <laughs> all right. Well, the thing that I read this week, I'm conflicted about as well. Ooh. 
for a really odd reason. First of all, I'll start out and tell you what it is. It's called The Last Werewolf by Glenn Duncan. You guys are going to totally laugh when you hear the reason that I'm so conflicted about this book. Is it because he had herpes? Is it because it's a romance novel? (laughs) No. Well, sort of, kind (laughs) of. No. No. Yeah, maybe, kind of. But that's not why I'm conflicted, though. Damn it. (laughs) It was the language that put me off. Did they swear a lot or what? The C word. Did it? Both male and female. Cunt and cock. Hmm. Cunt and cock. Cunt and cock. Hmm. But in, in in the body part way. Because uh-huh. there's so much sex in this book. Werewolves are super horny. And that's the and most vampires, descriptive thing that they could think to call <laughs> yeah, it was I'm, a I'm cunt and you, a cock. I'm telling you. I, it's like a thing. Yeah, I just was so... You know me. I am a vulgar bitch. <laughs> but when it comes to stuff like this, I don't know. I, I guess maybe once or twice would have been... Okay, but the whole thing was just so filthy. You know what I mean? It wasn't... I just found it very vulgar. Hmm. Me, I found something vulgar. Can you believe it? Wow, it must have been really bad. There's a time and place for everything. Damn, I guess. <laughs> She's just not into werewolf sex. Ghost no, sex is I, okay. You know what? I didn't <laughs> mind. It's not the sex that I had I the problem see what with. This That's is Jessica. It's the, way, <laughs> it's the way he was describing it that was bothering me. And it's a guy. So I think if a guy read this book... It might be, but a girl read it. No, no, no. The the, the narrator oh, was a, a man. If a guy, as if, in if a, a guy male was reader. listening to it, he probably would not have been bothered because it was very macho. You know, the the guy was a werewolf. He's a very masculine kind of guy, and when guys talk about sex, I'm sure they talk about it a little differently than women do. So the whole thing was very vulgar and there was a lot of sex in it having said that there were parts of the book that I really liked I was actually able to suspend my disgust enough to keep reading it really was a great story Um, it it talks about this guy who is the last werewolf Mm -hmm. he's all alone all the rest of his kind have been killed off and so he's spending his time basically running away from this werewolf hunter who's trying to kill him. And so it's sort of a, it's a chase type book. That's the other thing about it that I probably it's just not really my thing, I think. Mm. Uh, very A very guy type book. Does a werewolf fall in love with a vampire because then you have Twilight? No, but there were vampires. <laughs> no. no, but there were vampires in it. Though. Damn it. Vampires Sorry. and werewolves do not get along. That's pretty much accepted by the world of weird, freaky shit. Mm -hmm. They don't get along. So, you know, of course, there's that conflict in there. And this guy, you know, his conflicts are a lot of different conflicts. (laughs) But I mean, he's got a lot of problems. But he's got a lot of problems. But the guy, he was actually a good character. I mean, it was a very. I think if it just hadn't been so damn vulgar, I I think I would have enjoyed it more because it talks about, um, because he's really super old. He was born in the 1800s and he's still alive. And when he turned into a werewolf for the first time, he murdered someone very important to him. And that sort of haunts him. I mean, he's just really just a wretched, oh, you know, 
he's depressed, you know, it's the the bummer kind of life this, this guy's lived. He seriously is a maudlin dude. Very, oh, my life is awful. And because, you know, he's the last werewolf and he murdered this person that was important to him. I'm not going to tell you who because it's really super fucking depressing. But it had a lot of the good things that I like about these types of novels. And I think that if, if a few of these things had been just slightly different, I wouldn't have despised it quite as much. Hmm. Doesn't sound like you're on the fence. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> you like you really you didn't like it. it. No, it's not that I despise it. I really <laughs> did like the book, but I would never, ever read it again. And I'm not going to read the second one, even though the <laughs> ending was absolutely fabulous. Hmm. I'm thinking I liked the book. It was a good book. Not for me, though. Maybe for somebody else. I'm saying a guy should read this book. Or somebody who doesn't mind the vagina being described as a cunt every single time. Because that's what he did every single time. And there was a lot of description about the female body and the licking of assholes. And, you know, the sort of thing that just is, yeah, your face, Bonnie, is, is how I felt about this book. It was very, it was very vulgar. There was no, there was no passion in it. It was all about the sex and the specifics. So maybe if a guy read it, he would dig it. I don't think women are going to like reading this book because it was very super vulgar. I should say this is not classified as romance in any way on Goodreads. No, no. It's, but he is very romantic. It's weird. It's a strange combination of stuff. What you make, what you said, makes me want to read it and also never read it. Yeah, it, it's really not a, a pleasant novel to read. It, it is a horror novel. It's about werewolves, so it's gross. A lot of it's gross, but the ending was fucking awesome, and it and it leads to a sequel. Mm-hmm. Like so. fucking awesome or fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hunting, fucking, cunting, cocking awesome. Better be careful. You get sued over that cocky word. Oh, man. (laughs) Belina Hopkins, keep your distance. Stay in New York. Yeah. So there you go. If you're a guy, read The Last Werewolf because you'll probably think it's great. If you're a woman... Uh, unless you really have no sense of decorum whatsoever. <laughs> unless you're a dirty, dirty girl. Dirty, 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 dirty girl. girl. Yeah, and I'm a dirty girl, but no. You know, I don't mind like cussing or I don't mind cussing either. But I hate when they just like every two words. It's like it's like a twelve year old. Like, like, are you trying let me just talk to be about, shocking? Because like, I'm bored now. The vagina, right. the, the vagina doesn't need to be described every single time as the cunt. No, I mean you Use can call a it little a little variety. A glory hole, the vajayjay, I don't a know. warm woman cave. A pussy. I mean, there's so <laughs> many things that you can say. I don't know. For some reason, I just was so put off. I do not like that word. And why do we have to like? Why is he even saying like, like, like that thing constantly? He because he's describing sex. He's describing what he's doing to it. It's it, it's that's n- weird. Yes. You're gonna really. 
push one last like morbid curiosity button and I'm gonna have to read it. I'm gonna be so pissed off at you. So does it make sense to me? Usually our people are just like Ooh. Her wet cunt was so exciting to me. Oh God, that makes it just sounds so I mean awful. if they use it like one time constantly every like that, single but if they time. time. You know, it just Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just no. vulgar. Vulgarity. I mean, mix it and, up a little. And because I have had to say that word all these times, it's making me even more cross because I don't <laughs> like that freaking word. I don't like it either. No. I don't. But I had to say it because I had to, you know, really you help you to understand across. why this book is like it is. Right. It's a good book only if. Ugh. Yeah. Damn it. All right. I'm going back to search for laptop yeah. now, guys. <laughs> So bloody, gory, full of monsters, and full of the c word. Was it scary, or was it more like thrillery? It's more thrillery, thrillery and grocery, grocery, <laughs> grocery. <laughs> uh, yeah, and not where you buy food. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, I think we're done with that, and it's do- the last werewolf by Glenn Duncan. Okay, so I found um. I was just check, checking on Twitter because we got, you know, a notification. And um, I found a book club that I think you need to join, Martha. Oh, and I think geez. Alyssa is going to sign up right after we get off of here. It is a reader's advisory podcast um, where this where the staff reads books they hate. Every month they pick a random genre and then discuss it on the podcast, but it's books that they don't like. They purposely pick books that they do not think they'll like and read them. I'm not doing that. Oh, my God. I've had enough torture in my life. I've done that so many times. But I'm not fucking doing that. I still have the last chance llama ranch sitting on my table I have to read. So I knew no. you wouldn't. That's why I said that. Oh but God. I wanted to show it to Alyssa because she talks about reading books that she... It's not that I want to. She just has to know <laughs> how bad compelled. it is. Don't read this book, Alyssa. You'll hate it. It's called Book Club for Mis- Misogynists. Masochists. Masochists. What? Misogynists. Two very different things. Masochist. Okay, can you tell I've read that word more than I've said it? <laughs> That's okay. It's what it is. Man, like. so we've had a real variety of different kinds of scary stuff tonight. We've yeah. had... Uh, slasher novel we've had a, a haunted house we've had some campfire short stories and a really filthy werewolf yep <laughs> filthy filthy werewolf so i think that uh, that's a good halloween rounded podcast for you yeah and i thank you martha because now i'm going to have the image of werewolf licking assholes in my head and there was a the lot of, of asshole night. licking happening in that book i'm telling you he's obsessed all i can think of is asshole. how hairy a werewolf ass would be <laughs> why, why? <laughs> oh, God damn it. oh no Alyssa's gonna have to read it oh. that's, where, that's where my mind goes i can't help it <laughs> and on that hairy asshole that's going to do it for Three, Three Book Girls. Harry Assholes is a good place to end. <laughs> Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.